everybody welcome back to working at the wheel i'm your host vicky donbeck and oh my goodness it's so happy to i can't see you i can't hear you but i know you're listening so i it's really happy to have you listening um welcome back to year two of working at the wheel our badger crew podcast um so we're starting out the year with a new series i know we kind of left you on a cliffhanger last year we'll get to that later but we're starting out the year year two we're going to do great. We got all everything worked out last year, kind of. Um, but we're starting out with a series called What's That Fruit? And we're really looking at Galatians 5, 22 through 23. You know I'm throwing scripture at you in the first minute of this podcast episode. But it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such things there are no law. So here with me today are some people from our podcast team, Miss Claire Buckley and Mr. Jackson Wolf. How's it going, guys? Good, good. Yeah, it's going well. Thanks, Bright and early. Oh, yeah, bright and <laughs> early. Bright and early, but we're definitely ready to talk about the fruits of the Spirit. Um, so, Claire, I'm going to start it out with you. You're on our content team. You were a part of the team that kind of developed this series. Um, can you just give us a quick couple sentences of why is this important, why do we want to talk about it, and how do we start this conversation? Yeah, so um, as a content team, we've been thinking a lot about what is it that we want to see transform our community, whether that's crew or Madison, um, and one of the things that we really got hooked on was the fruit of the spirit, right? Um, yeah. You can have faith in Christ and know what he's done and not live out the fruit of the Spirit. And really what's going to bring revival to our community is living these things out, is being patient, joyful, kind, having self-control. And so we thought, what better way to start off our series than to be talking about these things and getting really into the practical side of what it looks like to live out the fruit of the Spirit. Absolutely. And this is our intro episode for the series. So basically what we're going to be talking about today is just giving you a short promo of how this is going to look. So this is going to be an eight-week series where we talk about the things that I just listed from Galatians. So we're going to ask questions of like, what evidence is there of fruit in your life? Because obviously when you're talking about bearing good fruit, it's going to it's gonna be obvious. And is this fruit good or bad? How do we determine that? We're going to talk about what fruit is not so that bad fruit like good fruit is not pride selfishness and things that are listed actually next in Galatians that continues on so we're going to talk about what is good fruit what is bad fruit what is fruit why do we reference it as fruit like what but yeah this is going to be a really fun series where we just kind of talk about everything like that and I think how we want to start is kind of answering those questions of like what do we mean by fruit when we say bear good fruit that's a very biblical line right there. How do we break it down into 21st century meaning definitions? Yeah, I think um, that the, the term fruit is used instead of, oh, the, the characters of the spirit or oh, yeah. the specific character traits that you should want of the spirit. I think fruit is definitely used because it's something that comes from the inside out. A tree that is mm-hmm. healthy or a plant that is healthy will bear fruit because it's healthy on the inside. Yeah. yeah. Not just because it's healthy on the outside. So I think the term fruit is used here because it's something that comes out of your spirit. Yeah. So it's not something that you can fake. It's not something that mm. is ingenuine, but it's completely genuine and it just flows out of the spirit and the fulfilling of you by God. Yeah. Now I love what you said that you can't fake fruit. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't. Like a tree is not going to give apples in the spring if it's horribly planted 
mm-hmm. it can't just wake up one day and just be like here's an apple and then it actually be a pear like that's not how it works kind yep. of thing um and it's the same thing when it comes to us bearing fruit of the spirit um and I think the other question that we have to ask of this is like, okay, what is the point of even doing it in the first place? What's the point of having a good foundation, having good roots, if we're going with that yeah. tree analogy, to have the have a good inner working to then bear the fruit? Like, what what's the point? Yeah, I think we see um, in the New Testament um, how it talks about like faith without works being dead, and not that you have to do works to earn faith and then you're good enough, right? Because sure. that's not the gospel, but that. If you are truly transformed by Christ and what he did for you on the cross, there should be visible action items or change, like things that have changed about you from that knowledge. Mm -hmm. So I think it's um, really similar to the concept of like moving from a head knowledge of what's happened to like a heart knowledge of how does that change our lives. Mm -hmm. We want to emulate the fruit of the spirit because we're called to live like Christ because of what he's done for us. And the best way to do that or a really great way to do that is to emulate these things that the spirit has already given us. For sure. I think when we talk about works without faith is dead or vice versa, because I feel like it can kind of go both ways sometimes. Mm -hmm. I I love what you said that like works does not earn us our salvation, but works come from us being transformed. So honestly, it's almost like a self-reflection. It's like checking in on yourself like, hey, I better check my fruit because if it's not good, then there's something wrong mm-hmm. with how I'm pursuing my relationship with the Lord. Or there's just there's just something off. I guess wrong is the wrong word. But basically, an analogy that we can use is when you go to the grocery store, you want to pick the best fruit yeah. from the produce area. Like, you don't want to go in and get these, like, moldy apples or, like, these grapes that are super mushy. No mm-hmm. one likes mushy grapes. So it's like... Check your grapes. Are your grapes mushy? Because if they're mushy, you might have a problem with how your relationship is unfolding with the Lord. Um, Because we want to nourish our bodies. We want to nourish the world with the best fruit that's out there. Can you imagine if we all walked into a grocery store and all they had was nice, firm, plump grapes? I honestly think that the world would just be a better place for that. (laughs) And that's kind of the analogy of what we're going for. It's like we want to be the firm grapes in the world. No one likes mushy grapes. And if you do, I apologize. But <laughs> this whole thing isn't going to make sense to you. This whole thing isn't going to make sense to you. But you get what I'm going with it. And we want to put the best fruit into the world the same way that the world wants to pick the best fruit. And I think that's where this whole analogy is, is trying to go. I think another distinction that might have to be made is that the fruit's not just for us. And it's not mm. just for other people, but it's also for God. Yeah. I think... Um, God finds joy and he loves when his children bear fruit. He loves when they're loving. He loves when they're joyous, peaceful, and all these other things. And um, these, like like we said before, these come from an outpouring of being filled by the Spirit. And I think that thinking, I think sometimes when we, like we said before, like trying to fake these fruits of the Spirit, I think sometimes that can come from trying to please other people mm-hmm. when really we should be thinking about pleasing our Father. I think it's also when we talk about why this is important, it's important because God and Jesus modeled these fruits. Yeah. During Jesus' life, his perfect life, I might add, the amount of fruit that he bared and the amount of people that came to know him just basically out of the fruit of the Spirit um, that he poured out into the world 
like that's a huge thing when we talk about sharing our faith with others one of the biggest most easiest things that you can do to share your faith with others is just bear good fruit like have a content relationship with the lord where natural things are just going to come out of your good foundation of your good roots and that is just emulating jesus like like why do we why do we have good fruits why do we emulate the fruit of the spirit is because we want to be like jesus and having the lord within us is the first step to like you were saying where it's an inward thing jackson having the Lord within us, having his Holy Spirit within us is the first step to bearing that good fruit. And then that's like the nourishment that the fruit comes from and then gets bared out into the world. Yeah. And I think part of the beauty of that is Second um, Peter 1 through through 4 says, uh, his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. So like, we are already given the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. Like, they're not something that we have to say, like, God, like, I need you to give me more patience. God, I need you to give me more peace. Like, if you have God dwelling within you, you have it already, and it's a matter of, like, are we going to take hold of it? For sure. And, like, that is something, like, a prayer, like, it doesn't work like like in something you order online, right? Mm -hmm. You're not, like, sending up a prayer to God, like, hey, can I have more peace? And then in five to seven business days, he sends it down, and then you're content. Yeah. Like, we need to change the way that we're thinking about the fruit of the Spirit from God, like, can I have more patience? I pray that prayer a lot. God, can I have more patience? I work at a preschool. It's a hot mess. (laughs) Almost every day at preschool, it's like, I need more patience. Mm -hmm. And then I have to correct myself and say, no, I need to take hold of the patience that's been given to me because we're given everything that we already need. Yeah, I think when you talk about another verse that talks about like the source of where these fruits of the Spirit come from is um, John 15, mm-hmm. where it talks about the vine and the branches. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Jesus says, I am the true vine and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he mm-hmm. prunes so that yeah. it will be even more fruitful. Mm-hmm. The second part of that is a whole other thing to get into, but I think it's important to think about God and Jesus being the true vine and that if we're not connected to that vine that we can't bear fruit it's physically impossible for mm-hmm. us to bear fruit absolutely yeah. i think it's also important that, that passage talks about pruning yeah like there is this whole process that we go through as believers of god does like remove bad fruit or things that like feel like they're good fruit and they're not from god he will take them away and so it's important to acknowledge that the process of becoming more like Christ and embodying the fruits of the spirit is not all peace, love, joy, faithfulness. Like, and it's not all on you. No. And like, it, we like, have a gardener that yeah. is not us. Yeah. Our job is to just be the tree and kind of yeah. sit there and, and have a relationship with the gardener yeah. that will bear good fruit. Yeah. And like, there are times when it like hurts, like pruning, mm-hmm. you're literally like cutting off things that are dead. And like, maybe you really like that thing. It doesn't mean that, um, Becoming more like Christ is not this process that's just, like, you skyrocket, and it's great, and it's Mm -hmm. everything that you ever dreamed and more. It is, but it also, because we're humans, it kind of sucks sometimes. Yeah, and And I think we have to recognize the enemy part of this, too. Yeah, for sure. Like, the same way there's a gardener, there's those 
little gnats that want to come in and mm-hmm. like infect the tree and eat yeah. the fruit kind of thing. And, and that's the enemy wanting to kind of insert himself into the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The good news is, is the gardener's got that pest control and he's like, get out of here. <laughs> um, but we have to like rely like that. We have to rely on that the gardener is going to take care of us. Yeah. That he is going to water our roots. He is going to um, clip our branches that are dying and, like you said, that's going to hurt sometimes, but when we're years down the line and we're this beautiful tree that's bearing these ginormous fruits, mm-hmm. like, that's the image that we need to trust in, and that's mm-hmm. the image that we yeah. need to think of when we're thinking of, it's okay, God, Jesus, who is the gardener, he's got me. Yeah. And I think yeah. where, like, the pain comes that you're talking about, Claire, about it being hard, like, committing your life to Christ is not all unicorns and rainbows after yeah. it happens. It's the exact opposite because now the enemy is even more present yep. and trying to attack you and trying to get you to go back to when, like, you didn't want anything to do with Jesus. Yeah. But the good news is, once again, is God is there fighting the battle for you, and we know the end of the story already. We already know that we win. So that's where a lot of these fruits of the Spirit, too, when we're thinking about peace and faithfulness and self-control a lot of that just comes in general faith Mm -hmm. of jesus is the gardener the lord is the gardener and we really just want to bear good fruit i think the that jesus makes a distinction between cutting off and pruning um Mm. he says cut off every branch of me that bears no fruit and prunes every one that does bear fruit Mm. um i think pruning can be a kind of like a redirecting I think sometimes our energies are pointed towards things that we think we're like, oh, this is my plan for the Lord. When really we should be listening to God and listening to what the Holy Spirit has to say to us and that we should be listening to what their plan is. And if it's not if it's not the right plan, then I, I, pray, I pray this prayer personally a lot that, Lord, open the doors you want open and shut the doors that you mm-hmm. want shut. Yeah. Right. I think being open about your future, especially in college, is really hard. And sure. trusting that God's going to prune the right branches or, like you said, how how much is it going to hurt? How much is yeah. is this branch being cut off or am I being redirected or my energy is being redirected towards something else? Yeah. And the last thing I want to say about that analogy, too, is just like when you think about branches, branches go into branches, which go into branches, which go into branches. So if if we're this tree and we have a branch that's bearing good fruit, there still might be a couple small dead branches coming off of that. Mm-hmm that that's what the pruning is right the lord is not only like cutting off the whole branches that are bearing the not so good fruit Mm -hmm. but he's like yeah he's maintaining and he's nourishing the the branches that are bearing good fruit which sometimes does include maybe snipping off those little branches there might be like one thing really holding that fruit back from being from growing and growing and i think leaning into that and once again, trusting and having faith that that's his job and not ours is where the fruits of the Spirit really start to grow. Yeah. And then keeping in mind that God is pruning our branches and we are cutting off our branches in an effort to bear good fruit. Absolutely. Like God isn't just like, you like this thing? Suck it up. It's going away. Yeah. <laughs> like there is a purpose at the end of it, which yes. is to bear this good fruit, to be patient and peaceful and kind and gentle. And it's important to have that in our minds as we're being transformed exactly he wants the branches that bear good fruit to be branches that we enjoy yeah all at the same time mm-hmm. like like you said it's not an instant oh you have an earthly like 
boom, gone. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we start to think about that earthly want, that earthly like as something above the Lord, then that's when it starts bearing that yep. bad fruit, and then yep. that's when he might need to cut it off a little bit. Um, I think when we talk about alignment a little bit, kind of where where the Spirit, where Jesus, where God fit into this, and how we fit into it, and where the fruit comes from, um, I think that reminds me of a passage in um, John 14. Uh, John 14, 15 says, If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him, accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you, and he will be in you. Um, I think sometimes it's really hard to know what God's will is, and especially mm-hmm. when we're talking about fruits of the Spirit, you're like, oh, well, how am I supposed to know what the Spirit says? And I know oh, well, people tell me I have to pray and people tell me I have to trust in the Lord and I just have to have faith and I have to have faith. But what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that means listening to the Holy Spirit. I think we've all been blessed with this Holy Spirit that's inside of us. We have God living inside of us. If you've accepted Jesus into your heart, you have an advocate, like it says, an advocate to help you along this path. I think you're not alone in trying to find what your purpose is and it's, God is there with you every step of the way. All right. So I think we really prefaced this series really well, um, thinking about where we're going. Like I said, this is going to be an eight-week series. Um, Our first couple episodes are going to look at love, joy, and peace. um, And then we'll get into forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, which once again is completely fully referencing Galatians 5, 22, and 23 um, about the fruits of the Spirit. Um, so that's where we're headed next, um, and we can't wait to have you back for the rest of this series um, in this new semester, in this new year. Um, we're excited to have you listening with us again. Yeah. And, yeah, we're just looking forward to the series. I know our content team has done great work in developing this, um, and all of our co-hosts are really excited to just get back on a microphone. You're going to hear some new voices, some old voices, some voices you're probably sick of, a.k.a. mine. Ricky. Uh, <laughs> But you're also um, just going to hear some really awesome people um, pour out truths about Jesus, which is what we're all about um, here. We're just all about building each other up in a community um, that knows each other pretty well, but also hopefully um, reaching some listeners that are really in need of that community. And if that's you, um, we love you. We're thankful that you're here. Feel free to reach out to any of us. Um, Social media is a thing, and basically all of us have it. So check us out. Um, We'd love to... Yeah, get this new series started with just talking about it. And that's kind of the point of starting a podcast is you just want to talk, right? So here we are, talking. Chatting. Thank you for listening to us rambling. We're excited about this series. We're excited about year two. But other than that, that's it for us here today on Working at the Wheel. Thank you so much for listening. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Peace.